Hello and welcome to Africa in Focus. African Focus is brought to you by Meeting of Minds UK, the leading exporter of African narratives. My name is Edith Magak. In this episode, we will be hearing thoughts from Nigerian citizens and currency experts on the recently launched ENAIA. What does the sound of cash make you think or feel? Will this sound soon become obsolete in Nigeria? Well, on 25th October 2021, Nigeria became the first African nation to launch its new digital currency, the e-Naira. We have become the first country in Africa and one of the first in the world to introduce a digital currency to our students. That's President Buhari speaking at the unveiling. So, what is the Naira and what is the future of money in Nigeria? At the unveiling of the Naira, which took place at the State House in Abuja, President Buhari said it could potentially boost Nigeria's GDP by up to 29 billion US dollars over the next decade. This launch came as a surprise to many because as recently as February, the central bank had issued a directive that prohibited banks from taking part in financial transactions involving cryptos. But in his speech, the president said he was delighted to launch the digital currency, stating that one of its aims was to boost financial inclusion. Joining me now is Theophilus Oladipo. He's an associate at Red Compass in Lagos, where he provides business and legal advisory services to tech companies. He's also an attorney. So uh, welcome, Theophilus, and tell me, how will the Inaira boost financial inclusion? So on financial inclusion, the Inaira introduces some key innovations that can very much help to bring more of the unbanked into the banking net and also improve service delivery to the underbanked. First, it, it allows for a tier zero in um, the documentation process for opening a banking account, opening a, an Inaira wallet. And for this tier zero, there's, it, it, it essentially reduces the barriers that would otherwise have excluded this unbanked population from creating a bank account, creating a, an Inaira wallet. That is a very key innovation that I expect to spread to ordinary banking services beyond just the Inara in times to come. So that, that is a very key innovation. It also allows for trustee creation of wallets, which will be very important for people that are aged, that do not have sufficient um, mental capacity to operate their account. So it's, it's very key to have. Since it aims to bring the unbanked population into the banking net, I went to the streets of Lagos and spoke with a few residents to hear their thoughts on this. Basically, I know literally nothing about this E-Naira thingy. I just know that... I don't know. Basically... Oh, okay. I know nothing about it. I'm just put it like that. Because the only thing I could say that I know about it is, or oh, I once heard someone telling someone that, oh, it is CBN trying to get D 
direct access to our money literally and by our money i mean like the citizens of nigeria or people that use nigerian banks you know they're trying to get straight access to the money instead of going through diverse banks and uh, what have you do you understand and if i'm asked the question will i use it i'm a, never 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 because there's nothing in this country i can trust i'm so sorry i'm a proud nigerian but then there's nothing especially from the government let me put it like that don't let me generalize it that there's nothing from this country i can trust let me say there's nothing from the government i can trust there's no how you can't uh, government 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 come on there must be an hidden agenda that they are not saying so ain't nobody gonna get access to my money from cbn cb god forbid ordinary atm i'll have some complication in the atm and i'll go to the bank here in lagos to fight for my money it will still be ups and downs and what have you not another talk of cbn in abuja please let's be guided i don't think anybody i definitely don't and i don't think anybody trusts nigeria with their money and another thing that for me is very important is any government service in this country does not work because nobody is held accountable for anything you can one day make a transfer or try to make a withdrawal or something and you think oh you've done it somehow the money doesn't go through you are debited or something and then you try to who would you even complain to they'll tell you to go to your local government then local government will tell you to write a letter to allow that by the time you get allow that they'll tell you that it is the federal government that is supposed to do something and nothing will happen and who will you complain to so yeah no not me and i really don't think anybody is down for this the fact is inara is a scam and it's a white elephant project because inara is putting a digital version of the naira on blockchain and the thing is the entire point of doing blockchain is that you have faster transactions and to some extent you're able to avoid transaction costs but the inara still charges you transaction costs so you're wondering like okay if i have my naira in a, in a bank account and i want to choose to send it that normal way or you have for example your e-money wallet with first bank or something similar and you're wondering okay why am i going to now start using inara there's no reason don't waste your time and honestly the app is shit so if you're going to use it you just end up losing money and then the government just tell you oops we lost its source and obviously you can't do anything about that so in general i wouldn't advise anybody to use it i think it's a white elephant project carried out by the government to justify probably a massive disappearance of funds that they will say was given out to create the complex digital blockchain that's literally just a copy of naira and is nothing valuable or unique in any way so at the end of the day, I wouldn't advise anybody to support the Inara project, invest their money or do anything with it because knowing how this government does things, if it collapses or it doesn't see your own money, it's just Nigeria running a big scam at the end of the day. Why telephone projects missing money? Same old, same old. I'm not sure if I will use this. It depends on if uh, using Inara for me will be if there's any benefit to me. But I know that one of the benefits is you can transfer money from like if you have inera and you're sent to someone that has inera there's no transfer fee and if and vice versa so that's one benefit of using inera but i think for me apart from that i see no other benefits for using inera and 
um, there's, there's still a cost if you're going to send from your bank account to your wallet you're going to be a transfer fee and also if you're going to send from in back to your bank account or whoever is doing that process there's still a transfer fee so um, personally I don't think I would use it much but I'm not against using it it's just that I don't see much much value in it there you have it not a lot of optimism from the citizens. But is this skepticism founded on inadequate information on the e-naira? I decided to speak with a journalist. After all, the media plays a paramount role in the formation of public opinion and are influential actors in their role to distribute information. Sheundu Rojaye is a journalist and the founder of Social Voices, a digital publication for public service journalism in Nigeria. Hi, Sean. There's a lot of confusion and skepticism on the e-naira. Isn't the government promoting or educating citizens via media on this recently launched digital currency? Um, beyond the press release about the launch, I don't think that the government is promoting the e-naira and the media. I don't even think they care enough to let people know how the e-naira is going to benefit them or their businesses or the financial sector at large. So it's just, it was just the launch that had all the the noise, the bohaha, and that's it. There hasn't been much other than that. And I think it's in the, it's in the, it's in the regular character of the government to not bother to let people understand how policies or moves they make affect the general population, only because they believe that a lot of people criticize whatever the government does and that's only because people do not trust the government so um this present administration doesn't really do much to let people see anything differently and even when they do it's when something really bad has happened like maybe the answers um and they have to defend themselves so you only get the government trying to promote a new policy or let people understand much more about it when they have to defend themselves. So no, for the in-era, nothing much has been done. What about the media narrative? Are they discussing this, you know, calling in experts to debunk it, or is the media also skeptical? Well, yes, I know that a friend was telling me, a finance expert, a financial expert was telling me how he was invited to radio on radio to talk about it. So I'll say yes, to a certain extent, because a lot of people don't understand it, they're trying to, they're inviting people who they believe might have an idea to talk about it. But no, the media, the media isn't informing people about it. All I've seen so far is just news about the launch. And again, it's because it's the first time people are hearing about it. So, it's hard to say whether the media is skeptical about it because the role of the media really is to inform people. I don't think that they've made a decision whether or not it's um, it's a worthwhile it's a worthwhile digital currency. It's just been them letting people know that this is the latest move of the government and just basically letting people know what is happening and to the extent of what is being released and this is from the government because otherwise there's no other information out there because this is this is new nobody knows what it is about really but really what is the e-naira is it cryptocurrency 
Uh, Theophilus, can you explain to us what it is? The eNaira is a blockchain-based digital representation of the Naira. It is not cryptocurrency as many would put it, but it's, we perceive that one of the key motivations for the introduction of the eNaira as the Nigerian CBDC is a response to the rising adoption of cryptocurrency in Nigeria. As we know, the uh, Nigerian Central Bank has placed very strict restrictions on um, cryptocurrency trading and exchange in Nigeria. But the, CB the CBDC, the Naira, is not a cryptocurrency. Rather, it's a blockchain-based digital representation of the Naira. So there's been issues around how this is different from what we have in our wallets, uh, digital wallets, that is, from uh, what we have in our bank apps and all that. So the key difference that is drawn, that can be drawn between the Naira and this other representation of the Naira is that the Naira is a direct liability of the Central Bank of Nigeria, while those other forms, MMO wallets, uh, mobile money wallets, that is, and your bank app and all that, they are liabilities of the bank. And this raises issues around uh, financial disintermediation, which I, I will be like, speaking on shortly. But as it stands, one of the core differences between the e-Naira and the money held in bank accounts via your digital banking apps and mobile money wallets is that the e-Naira is a direct liability of the CBN. Now, it is not cryptocurrency, but it is blockchain-based. So this allows to an extent some sort of, uh, uh, it allows law enforcement to be able to like carry on their work a lot better than cash would. And um, it's, it's mostly, it's also a key improvement of the uh, CBN in its drive towards a, in installing a cashless economy. So earlier in the decade, the, the CBN had uh, introduced a cashless policy where they had tried so hard to reduce the cash, I mean, the paper currency in circulation in favor of digital currencies. So the, the costs of printing, um, purposes of monitoring, and for a variant of other reasons. So the eDira helps to push this objective a lot further. Great. So we have mobile money. We have crypto like Bitcoin, and we also have the eNaira. Could you just briefly tell me the differences? The eNaira is issued by the central bank, and it comes as a form of centralized finance, while Bitcoin thrives on its decentralized finance outlook. So there's nobody controlling it. There, there, there are principles behind it, but it is essentially decentralized. So that is one of the key differences between the e-Naira and cryptocurrency. Another difference that can be drawn is the fact that it, you could hardly consider the e-Naira as an asset that, that is capable of making gains over time. I mean, at the consumer level, you don't expect that your uh, 5 Naira yields up to 20 Naira tomorrow. And I mean, cons considering the fact that the e-Naira is pegged Naira for Naira, to cash, there's not nothing much to expect in that regard. However, there's been a research by the, uh, I think, the Bank of International Settlements on the potential of the emergence of uh, a, the potential emergence of a green market when there's a banking crisis that may cause a hike in the fees. I mean, 
that may cause people to sell CBDCs in era in this instance at a premium. But that is just by the way. When you consider them on their face value, you can you would see the fact that Bitcoin can be high yielding. It could generate yields while the in era is just like a static currency, so to say. So that that is um, a key difference between the in era and uh, cryptocurrency. For mobile money, yes, in, in some way the in era qualifies as mobile money because it's stored on wallets. The current guideline states that there will be speed wallets, there will be merchant wallets, which is really how mobile money operators carry out their business. Instead of like bank accounts, you have wallets, and they usually have banks that 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 like collect the funds on their behalf. But they have they operate with wallets essentially. But one of the core differences is because is that Inara is a currency. Mobile money just is like a medium of um, movement of this currency. So when that that is a key difference between the Inara and mobile money. But in some way, like I said, the Inara is mobile money in itself because you could transfer it digitally via the internet. Your 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 app that would be the wallet, the Inara uh, speed wallet, and um, through USSD, I believe the central bank is looking to roll out the USSD. Uh, very soon so that that is a key difference between uh, inara and mobile money thank you for these great explanations but the inara platform had an embarrassing first week just after 48 hours the speed wallet disappeared from google's play store but it's been restored and back up again theo have you had a chance to look at the platform also what do you expect from it in the coming weeks or months I've been through the Inara Speed Wallet and I found out that a lot of those that are on the platform currently are deposit-taking institutions. And it remains to be seen how the uh, Nigerian fintech community would build on this innovation. But I expect to see new products or new um, alteration of uh, existing products to cater for this innovation of the uh, central bank to allow to facilitate payments. I expect PSP to start facilitating payments in Inaira. I expect MMOs to, have, to start having uh, MMOs being mobile money operators, PSPs being payment service providers. I expect mobile money operators to start having designated wallets for Inaira. I expect the CBN to start having mobile money operators among the list of people that can actually facilitate uh, the e-Naira speed wallet. So I expect that this, this is a very important innovation for the Nigerian financial space. On money laundering and terrorism finance, well, uh, you could say that the e-Naira produces, uh, it presents a, a situation where it's a lot easier to track transactions and um, for law enforcement purposes. So it reduces in some way the burden of compliance officers or even the burden of monitoring compliance by the CBN because these wallets are programmable, they are easily monitored. Although it raises some privacy concerns, there, but it's a lot easier for law enforcement agents to monitor and um, assess the risk of money laundering and terrorism finance. So I think these are some laudable um, aspects of the INARA. It does not come without its risks too. There's the risk of financial disintermediation because as more people adopt the INARA, there's the risk that banks would not have sufficient money, which we call liquidity. There's also the risk of um, um, adoption, how the technical requirements for access might hamper adoption of the e But we expect that as the USSD um, 
versions are rolled out, more people will be able to adopt. There's also the risk of double spending and some other risks that I expect that the CBN should continually access and um, review their systems to meet the demands of um, the financial system as a whole, as well as the financial institutions under their regulatory purview. Well, you've heard it all, the good, the bad, the risks, and the expectations from Nigeria's e-Naira. But the big question remains, is Nigeria ready for it? That remains to be seen. That's all for this episode. Thank you for joining us and a very special thank you to all our guests. I'm Edith Magak. Until next time, thanks for listening.